It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. We are getting excited for the upcoming 4th of July holiday here in the U.S. with one of the greatest traditions in American history, the Nathan's Famous International Hot Dog Eating Contest held every year at Nathan's Famous Corporation's original and best-known restaurant at the corner of Surf and Stillwell Avenues in Coney Island, a neighborhood, of course, of Brooklyn, New York. Last year, I had the honor of being an official judge at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, and to celebrate, I brought my entire family to the event, and we enjoyed this annual tradition with yours truly getting a front row, standing room only spot in front of a table full of hot dogs and hungry contestants. The wonderful people at Nathan's asked if I could be an honorable judge again this year, but I had to turn it down because I will be on vacation that week. But I did ask another young lady who I know would enjoy the experience and perhaps make sure the weather is amazing. Fox Weather's Amy Freeze. I know she's going to be awesome, and she promised she would come on the program next week to tell us how it went. So in honor of Amy's judging responsibilities and the return of the reigning champions of the contest, Joey Chestnut and Mickey Sudo, I've asked my buddy Phil McCann, Nathan's Senior Director of Marketing, to join us on the Janistein podcast to talk about this year's event and how anyone, anyone can take part and join tens of thousands of new friends who enjoy hot dogs and summertime in Coney Island in New York. Okay, Phil McCann, you made the Dean's List again. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you, Janice. Uh, nice to see you, and I'm sorry we're going to miss you this year. Oh, I know. I have, Listen, some background. I was supposed to go to Las Vegas for my 50th birthday three years ago, and it never happened because of the pandemic. And my best girlfriend of mm, at least 30 years um, decided that we were going to both celebrate our 50th birthday three, three and a half years later. And that's why I'm not going to be at the world's greatest hot dog eating contest in the country at Coney Island. So I hope you'll forgive me. This year, I'll forgive you. But yes, and, and I'm happy to uh, that Amy can join us this year and in your place. Yes, Amy Freeze is going to be there. Um, she is a legendary meteorologist, especially in the New York City area. I know a lot of people are going to really love seeing her. And she was just somebody I knew right away. She would just love the event and embrace the yuckiness of it, too, sometimes. <laughs> oh, it's yucky. Uh, it's not sometimes. It's every time. Well, tell me, tell me how you got involved. Uh, I've been uh, working on the Nathan's Famous uh, business for 23 years now. Most of that time I was at my my agency business uh, agent. You know, Nathan's was one of my clients. So when I started working at the corporate office eight years ago, I kind of inherited, along with a few other people on my team, to help put this uh, monster event together. Uh, we have... Uh, because of the pandemic, we had to kind of put our regional contests on hold. But this year we have uh, we had seven regionals all over the country. We have another one coming up this weekend in uh, D.C. Um, but, yeah, the July 4th event is uh, 
many months in the in the planning and uh it's it's uh, a crazy event i'm very happy uh when it's going on and when we put on a great show for the for the fans, but I'm also very happy July 5th when it's all behind us. <laughs> <laughs> You're an honest guy. That's what I like about you. I didn't know that you had regional events leading up to the 4th. Yes. I mean, in order to, to kind of get a seat at the table on the on the 4th at Coney Island, you need to win a regional. Now, there are some exceptions. There are some wild cards and things like that. But historically, we've had 15 to 18 regionals um, where men and women compete. And the champions get a trip to uh, Coney Island on July 4th to compete against uh, the greats of Joey Chestnut and Mickey Sudo and others. How is Joey Chestnut doing? He's doing all right. You know, um, he's doing some regionals here and there. But uh, just recently, um, Joey lost a donut eating contest (gasps) to uh, our guy, uh, Jeffrey Esper. And Joey lost... Uh, a pistachio eating event recently to um, Nick Weary. Uh, I was down at a regional Nick Weary um, in Orlando a couple of weeks ago. And Nick, Nick is the husband of uh, Mickey Sudo, our female, female champion. Um, and Nick uh, won that contest pretty handily by eating 44 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. So Joey is, uh, you wow. know, Joey, anything can happen with Joey. He could set a world record on July 4th or, Someone could knock him off. I mean, Joey's won 15 of the last 16 Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contests. Um, so he could he could set a world record or he could get knocked off. It's You never know. We're, we're expecting a very competitive uh, contest this year. Oh, my gosh. Well, tell me some of the names. Uh, you know, Jeffrey Esper, that rings a bell because I think I watched him eat the hot dogs and had to, I had to count his hot dogs last year. Yes, you were the judge, and I'm pretty sure you're right. I think Jeffrey Esper uh, was your guy that you were responsible for. Um, who else? We have uh, Nick Weary is always uh, one of the top competitors. Uh, Mickey Sudo, is, um, she's our female champion. She'll be back. Um, who else? We have um, Michelle uh lesko she won the female championship a couple of years ago when mickey was away uh because she was pregnant with their child so with and, and uh, nick weary's child mickey and nick are obviously married so um yeah some of the top competitors are going to be out there and we have people f- coming from i forget exactly all the different countries but uh japan germany um china we have a pretty much an international event coming up on July 4th. Wow. And I remember I met Nick and Mickey and their little guy as well. So that was kind of excited. I think they met at one of the hot dog eating contests or one of the big eating contests. I think they, I don't know if it was love at first sight, but certainly they had something in common. A hundred percent. They did meet at uh, one of the uh, contests um, and they've, you know, fell in love pretty quickly. And uh, it's really pretty sweet to see these guys, you know, Mickey and the baby were down in Orlando and just seeing them together. Uh, and, you know, they're they're really uh, quite the, uh, the pair of those two. Really nice couple. And, you know, I'm really glad that I got to meet some of these folks because they're just like you and I. They just like to eat a lot of hot dogs. That's That's their common bond. But it's funny because these guys... You know, they go head to head pretty hard. And but at the same time, 
before, after these guys are uh, BFFs. They all mm -hmm. hang out together. They, a lot of them go to the same events. A lot of them go, like I said, donut eating, pistachio eating, um, not just the Nathan's famous uh, contest, which is the, the granddaddy of them all basically. But these guys hang out at the same hotel. They go to the same bar before and after uh, the contest. So, so the, it's a pretty tight circuit uh, overall. I love that, actually, because, you know, the competition is fierce, but before and afterwards, they're all good buddies. So what is what is the myth or the legend of how this hot dog eating contest all began? Well, the the legend has it that um, back in 1916, Nathan Henworker uh, opened up our flagship restaurant in Coney Island, which is still there and which is where we have the contest every year. But there are a couple of guys in, uh, arguing over who is the most patriotic, who is the most American, who is the most patriotic. Um, you know, Nathan and his wife immigrated from Poland. And these guys were kind of going back and forth. Who is the most American? Who is the most patriotic? And they decided to settle that argument by having a hot dog eating contest. Who could eat the most hot dogs and buns? And back then, the, the contest was 12 minutes. Um but over the years, we shaved it down to uh, 10 minutes. But that's kind of how it started, according to legend, that who is the most patriotic on July 4th every year? And that's how this contest was born way back when. And everyone kind of has their own method to the madness, correct? Yes. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of these folks, uh, men and women, they separate the, the dogs from the buns, um, you know, they could have three or four hot dogs in their left hand and a baseball of wet bun in the other. And it's difficult on the judges. So if these guys are, you know, chowing down, you know, three hot dogs in one hand, you know, how many hot dogs is that? Yes. And then you have to take a bite or two from the bun to equal one hot dog. So it's it's not an easy task being a judge. I've been a judge many times over the years, and um, we ultimately – you know, we kind of have a, a, a method to our madness from a setup and an operations point of view and a judging point of view. It's always it comes down to the plates. Uh, so every plate has five hot dogs and buns. So when it gets close and it gets down to it, we're always at, in the end of the contest counting plates. Uh, this just this past uh, weekend, I was in Cincinnati where we had a regional um, and it came down to the plates because the judges were doing their job as best they could. You know, there are a couple of dogs, uh, you know, on the table that were still there. And we went to the plates and um, I forget the gentleman who won, but he ate 35 and a half hot dogs and buns. And the second place guy who won the wild card, he came in at 34 hot dogs and buns. But it came down to we have to count the plates. And that's that's what. That's how we determine the winner. That's like a photo finish. Do you ever have to go to the videotape or you just, you know, stick with the plates? We, you know, it's always funny. We we do have cameras all over the place and um, we haven't had to go to the videotape. But uh, <laughs> yes, it's it's the, the plates are the winners. And we have, you know, eagle eyes that are professional judges from, you know, ESPN and uh, Major League Eating and, of course, people like yourself. But you saw it firsthand, Janice. It's not an easy thing to judge these this contest. Oh, it's stressful. And I'm going to tell Amy, I'm going to, you know, gently kind of give her a list of things to remember. But the good thing is, is you do pair 
people up that have never done it before with another expert judge. So I felt safer that way. But, you know, it's still tough because even the va- the view that you have, because you're looking up at them um, and you have to, you know, count the amount of hot dogs. And like you said, make sure that you see them eating the buns as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it is, it's stressful. And I'm not going to lie, Mr. Jeffrey Esper, you know, kind of when I said my total, he corrected me and said, no, it's this amount. So, and I was like, okay, okay. Uh, you know, that's when I was like, is there a videotape that we can check? But thankfully I had a really good coach and another fellow judge that helped me out with that. Well, that's the thing. You're, you're right. We do. Um, it's a very difficult and stressful job. You don't have the greatest angle as a judge because you have to be a little bit below the eater's you have to be able to see them eat and the plates, but at the same time, we have a crowd of 35,000 people behind you and media yes. that are, are trying to capture this event. So that's a layer of difficulty for sure. But we also, um, you know, we pair up uh, new judges with experienced judges just to kind of make sure you have each other's back. Absolutely. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. How many people attended last year? Last year, I want to say it was between 35,000 and 38,000 people. Usually right around that number. I mean, um, we work with the NYPD and... Uh, New York City, when permitting and everything else, we get the streets closed early in the morning. Um, so the crowds, you know, they just come off the subway. They uh, come whatever way they can. These guys are lining up um, at six o'clock in the morning to get in and get in the front row. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a it's really become a, you know, July 4th uh, tradition um, on television. People have watch parties. They have their own hot dog eating contests in their backyards. We get all kinds of stories of, um, you know, people just tune in every every July 4th. It's part of their tradition to watch this crazy event. Mm-hmm. No, listen, even when you guys asked me and I got that email, I thought, is this for real? And I, I told my husband, who's born and bred in Brooklyn, I said, they asked me to be a judge at the hot dog eating contest. And he was like, oh, you have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> because it yeah. was an it really was an honor. It's uh it's amazing and and we do have a, a being a judge is a very coveted um you know opportunity and you know we have people that are just lobbying to to get but there is a finite number of judges we that the most we can have 30. Mm-hmm. You know you saw firsthand Janice how tight it was down in those quarters. Um, because you have the crowd, you know, we have police barricades all over the place. The crowd's behind you, um, and you have two or three judges per eater, and um, you can only fit so many people, and um, we have to, in some cases, turn people away, say sorry. Um, You know, we'll try to get you on the list for next year. I hope I hope so, because it really was. Now, listen, it's not for the faint of heart either. Um, I felt confident going in there that I have a, you know, I have a pretty good, stomach of steel like I can handle grossness but I am glad that no one you know uh what's the right word that's not well we what we call it is we call it the reversal of fortune <laughs> reversal of fortune 
So I was, uh, like I said, I was in Cincinnati doing a regional this past weekend. And, you know, I'm always the guy right behind Chestnut feeding him plates of dogs and things like that. So I usually, I've done this so many times, I handle the top eaters. And uh, this, right at the literally 15 seconds to go in the contest, uh, one of the eaters had a reversal of fortune. (gasps) And I was looked out at the crowd and they were uh they were frightened and horrified at what they were seeing oh. and we just had the guy turn around and kind of face away from the stage and the countdown began and the contest was over but uh that is the first time i will tell you in all the years that i've been doing this for over two decades i've never seen a reversal of fortune during a contest and that was my that was the first for me so it doesn't happen too often um, and I've never seen it after the contest either. A lot of people say, well, you know, they must run right to the uh, the garbage bins and things like that. They really don't. In many cases, all kidding aside, these guys and girls are hanging out in the back of Nathan's with us, eating chicken tenders yeah. and um, just kind of hanging out, eating more. And it's, uh, I don't know if you saw that firsthand, but that's that's what a lot of these people do. I mean, it is a sport. They they prepare for this. There is an actual, you know, diet that they kind of go on beforehand. Um, it, it's a real deal. It's a real deal. And you can't, you know, um, we had, uh, I remember years ago, uh, William, the refrigerator, Perry, who was a monster uh, football, p- football player for the Chicago Bears uh, as a kind of a guest eater. And we expected, you know, big things from him. And so did he. And he ended up eating, I think it was four hot dogs and buns. And back then the contest was 12 minutes. So it's no joke. These guys uh, train extensively. Everybody seems to have a different method to their madness in terms of how they train. I remember uh, Kobayashi used to go into uh, a Chinese restaurant and order everything on the menu as part of one of his uh, training tactics. Uh, Chestnut, I think. Um, does a few different things, but I think one of his methods is he drinks a lot, gallons and gallons of water to uh, stretch his stomach. Mm. So it's it's no joke. And these guys, uh, especially the top men and women female eaters, they they take it very seriously. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what happened last year, because something scary, we got, we had somebody go on stage um, and Joey Chestnut saved the day. The guy clearly wanted to, you know, be on camera and he was protesting something and he went up right to Joey Chestnut. And while Joey was eating the hot dogs, he grabbed him. He was able to grab the guy and you were able to take him off the stage. What was that like? That was that was pretty crazy. Now, you know, we have groups that are not uh, fans of Nathan's for whatever reason um, that always try to disrupt the contest. And um, we are well prepared for things like that. But um, last year, not to make excuses, but Joey had a, a broken something was wrong with his foot. It was pretty serious. He was in a boot. So he couldn't be introduced the typical way where the eaters go across what we call the catwalk Mm -hmm. and are introduced individually. Um, So we had a kind of a stunt from Major League Eating where we had Joey on the other side of the stage and we raised him up in this um, kind of this riser and he was able to be greeted by the crowd. That way we brought him down and he was able to, with crutches, hobble over to his spot in the center of the stage. And that particular place where... Uh, we had him on the side of the stage was 
turned out to be kind of a weak link. There mm. were security guards and things like that, that that were supposed to be there, but somehow these guys uh, jumped on the stage. And, you know, if Joey wasn't a legend before, uh, <laughs> he certainly was because as I was right there, the guy ran into Chestnut, Chestnut banged into me. Um, Joey was on uh, hot dog number 18 and he put the guy in a headlock and threw him down. George Shea, you know, helped out with that. The MC uh, and the NYPD kind of swept these guys away. And Joey went on to win the contest uh, by eating 66 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes while being assaulted mm. for a, a few minutes uh, on the stage. So uh, we have, you know, taken great lengths to make sure that that stuff doesn't happen. Um, but sometimes it, it just does and you can only take so many precautions, but yeah, yeah we're, we're ready for this year. And weather. I'm going to try to make sure that the weather is good. I read somewhere that, you know, if you have cooler temperatures, the contestants can eat more hot dogs. Have you heard about that? That is a hundred percent true. And I will hope that you, Janice, will do whatever you can within your powers to uh, make sure July 4th is not um, typically as hot as it is. I don't know what it is, but it could be 76, 78, 70, you know, in the days leading up to the contest. And then for whatever reason, July 4th, it's 98 degrees and it's blasting sun. Um, but when Joey did set the world record, which is 76 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes, it was a couple of years ago at my Manitis park, the ballpark down the street because of COVID and things like that. We had to keep uh, the spectators to a minimum. Um, but as the as we got closer to the contest, uh, restrictions uh, relaxed a little bit. But it was a beautiful day. I think it was in the mid-70s. And that's when Joey was able to put on a, a tremendous show and eat 76. So uh, weather absolutely plays a factor in uh, how much these uh, men and women can eat. Can eat. Well, then it's good that I have my uh, my friend Amy Freeze coming because she also has a handle on those kinds of atmospheric <laughs> conditions. <laughs> yes, yeah, very good. So, how can people? I mean, how can people go attend? It's not a ticket thing. No, it's open to the public. Um, you just plan ahead. Now, it's you know Coney Island. There's uh, not a lot of uh, parking to begin with. Um, so public transportation and you can just show up and get online. Like I said, people start showing up at, at six and we can't open the gates really to the crowd from a city, New York city restriction point of view until about eight, eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, and the show goes off at high noon. So these people are waiting for hours, um, to get here, but yeah, it's, it's open to the public. There's no tickets needed. Um, if you want to be an eater, uh, a lot of people ask me, how can I compete? I want to compete. Well, there's a you go to Major League Eating's website, and basically there are ways you fill out a form and you can enter to uh, uh, participate. Now, what's pretty interesting, too, about these guys is, like I said, down in Orlando, Nick Weary uh, was, was uh, known to be competing. And some of the other eaters, um, some of the male eaters said, oh, Nick is eating in Orlando. I'm not going to Orlando because I know I can't beat him. Hmm. And that goes back to the fact that in order to get a a seat at the table on July 4th, you have to win a regional. So instead, these guys changed their plans and said, "Okay, I'm going to go to D.C. or Cincinnati or another uh, contest to try to win 
that regional because I think I can. So, for example, the the gentleman that won in Cincinnati last week, who ate 35 and a half, um, he would have lost to Nick Weary if he had gone to the Orlando event because Nick ate 44. So there is some uh, strategy to where these guys uh, decide to try to compete uh, to get a seat at July 4th. I love that. And there is something very special about a Nathan's hot dog. And I'm not just saying that. I've had a lot of hot dogs in my life. But when I come down to that, you know, signature um, restaurant and and bite into one of those hot dogs, there's like a nice little snap. And you, you get that nice burst of flavor. And you've got the great buns. And by the way, the fries are delicious as well. I'm not, you know, I think... There is just something about a hot dog, especially on jo- July Fourth, that is really special. Yeah, it's it's, um, and I just like I said, I've been working on the brand for many many years. I've always been a fan of Nathan's. Um, to me, the, the, our dogs are the best, and I'm not just saying that, but it is. We have a natural casing hot dog that offers that snap. We have it's an all beef hot dog with a secret spice recipe. Um, our hot dogs today are made the same way as they were in 1916. Um, and, you know, the secret spice recipe, I think there's maybe seven people uh, on earth right now that know what's in that secret spice recipe from, you know, garlic and what have you. But that is what separates Nathan's, um, I think, from from all the others is the all beef, the natural snap in the casing and the secret spice recipe. You know, we consistently come out uh, as the top dog. Uh, in all kind of blind taste tests from all kinds of different mediums. Uh, so, yeah, it's a it's a pretty unique dog, and and we're just uh, happy to have this event on July fourth, where thirty five thousand people can can go up to our flagship restaurant and buy one of these dogs and try it for themselves. It's amazing. What's the number one condiment that people put on the hot dog? I think that's a regional thing. Oh. You know, like, like for uh, New Yorkers, it's uh, sauerkraut and mustard by far and away. Um, but in the Midwest, for the most part, it's ketchup. Kids, uh, by far, uh, ketchup is the number one condiment. Um, but in our restaurants, uh, chili and cheese mm. uh, is the number one selling hot dog. So it's kind of um, it's kind of a personal preference. But New York area, tri-state area. Uh, it's always uh, mustard and, and or sauerkraut and mustard, and then Midwest it skews more uh, ketchup. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's more of a regional thing. Interesting. I'm a ketchup girl. That's my favorite. Um, I have one last question for you, and I've saved the best for last. This one is the tough one. Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? A hot dog is not a sandwich. It's its own thing. <laughs> Tell me why. Is, Tell me why. Uh, it's. I just think it's 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 its own thing. It's a sandwich is defined as something like um, a some kind of protein between two slices of bread, mm-hmm. and a hot dog bun is not two slices of bread. It's its own thing, um, and a hot dog sits in a bun. Now, it's no different than uh, a burger. A burger is not considered a sandwich. It's considered its own thing. It's considered a, a hamburger. Yes. Um, so to me, uh, a hot dog is its own thing. It's not a sandwich. Phil McCann, I agree with you. I totally <laughs> agree. And 
So I, I appreciate the invite this year. Amy Freeze is going to be there, but she better not get used to it because I'm coming next year. Very good. We'll make room for you regardless, Janice. <laughs> Thank you so much, Phil. You're such a pleasure. Thanks, Janice. Have a good one. Okay. Give us good weather. Do what you can on July 4th. I will. Okay? And I'll actually give you, I'm going to, I'll email you with like five days out what, what my thoughts are. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And uh, enjoy your birthday party. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Thanks again to Phil for joining me today to talk about this year's Nathan's Famous International Hot Dog Eating Contest. My friend Amy Freeze will be an honorary judge, and we will have her on to talk about the event and how she did. Joey Chestnut, the men's champion, will be there along with Mickey Sudo defending her women's title. I look forward to being back next year to wear the judges' stripes and dodge the flying hot dog bits while counting hot dogs and their buns in 2024. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.